Um, how would you like to be introduced? Just like comedian, writer, per whatever. Um, best friend would be great. Okay. Uh, great. No. Um. Yeah, you could say comedian and writer. Okay. Perfect. All right, we'll just get into it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody, welcome back. We are uh, here with a uh, comedian, writer, my best friend and former camp counselor coming to us from the left coast of Holly Weird. <laughs> it's Aaron Land. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Roddy. Ah, I got a Roddy off the top. So I, I'm, I was. Uh, You're Rod now. I suppose. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not okay. like, I'm, no, it's Rod now. It's like the, the Roddy is a signifier of either someone who has known me since I was young or people just using it as a term of endearment in my adult life, both of yeah. which are, are great. Make me, make me happy to hear. That's awesome. I think I've known you since you were like, I mean, 10. Probably. Yeah. That's probably when I would have started my, um, my meteoric career and my rise to the ranks of Wildwood Theater Camp. Um, <laughs> theater camp. Uh, yeah, no, there, there were like some strings pulled for you, my friend. Like I'm, there was one. I know. Do you know this? Yeah. Uh, maybe, but go ahead summer. and go ahead and repeat in case my, my memory and my old age is failing me. Uh, there was one summer when you and your brothers were on the wait list mm -hmm. and like, head of Wildwood Theater Camp, Steve Couch, comes into the room. He's like, all right, the O'Toole's are on the wait list. We can let them in, but we also have to let in the camper on the wait list above them. And it was like, I won't name names, but the most wretched, horrible child I've ever met in my life. Like, at one point, he threw a snake at a girl. Like, mm -hmm. He was I, awful. I'm fairly so certain I know I know him. who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. No, we suffered him because we wanted the O'Tools there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and what That's a it. and what a great time it was. I uh I I loved being like the precocious child who would try to impress the counselors, which you guys seemed like like full adults, even though the age difference was probably what, like six years? <laughs> I don't like if that I think, yeah. I remember if like, even. I don't know. Yeah. I remember you telling me your age last Christmas and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm well, 28. I thought you currently. guys were 21. Yeah. 28. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys must be 21. I'm like, oh no, no. I'm like, I'm like, well now I'm 28, but at that point I was 27. <laughs> yeah. I thought when like Michael asked me to grab a beer for him is because he like wasn't legally old enough <laughs> to drink it. And then he was like, he's like, no, you're old. And I am like, fully an adult it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me yeah the passage of time frankly the passage yeah. of time but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do um but that does indicate a uh, a shared geographic location which leads me into my first line of questioning which is what was the, what was the grocery store of choice what was the 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 situation the setup in your household as a as as a young and growing up in northeast ohio oh we were a heinen's family all of the way all of the way especially after john cleese did one of their commercials is like that's john cleese did one of them i know phil hartman did like the radio some of the radio commercials back in the day yeah but they did have 
um, like a produce and flower section commercial by John Cleese. That's amazing. Who, I didn't know that. Yeah. And like my mom is a huge fan because who isn't? Uh, so yeah, we were like high as people to the point where like I, whenever somebody brought me to Giant Eagle, I was like, this is lesser food. I'm so yep. sorry that you have to shop here. Yep. Yeah, that was that was generally well, we were also like half the people in my family worked for Heinen's. So we really? also oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked there all through high school and um most of college and even a little like the summer after I graduated and then remotely for their, their main office. Um so the the giant eagle thing was always like a not only not only did it could we could you tell by like the senses, but it was also like that's that's the competition. We called it the dirty bird. <laughs> that was the, that, it was like, it's like, Hey, I got the hamburger buns. I had to go to the dirty bird. To get them. I was like, it was in, you know, it's late at night. I, what yeah. couldn't be helped. But the one, yeah. like they weren't doing themselves. Cause I've been to a few that are nice. Like they, they had, um, I think it was called like a giant Eagle marketplace or something. And it was like basically a giant Eagle yeah. made to look like a Heinen's in Strongsville that I went to once or twice yeah. in college. But the one in, at like, um, at Menor, like right by Great Lakes Mall, you know where I'm talking about? That one? Yeah, 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 yeah. On Menor Avenue. That was like one of the like worst grocery stores I've ever seen. Like it was such a dump in there, like even by Giant Eagle standards. Yeah. It was awful. And like, I've since been there in my adult life and I'm like, the prices aren't worth what I'm standing in. And also it's attached to a Burlington coat factory, which Mm -hmm. like is such a statement. (laughs) You're like, we chose this. That, Um, yeah, that it was, it was Burlington coat factory. There was on the other side, I believe a circuit city. Um, (laughs) R.I.P. Yes, there was. (laughs) Joanne, Joanne fabrics. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, Charles Entertainment Cheese's uh, lo- uh, outpost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In... Oh, and you know what? Fun Shoe City or whatever that was called. It shoe was Carnival. Like not a Payless, like Shoe Carnival. The shoe it was Carnival. like a step down from Payless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think but... I bought shoes there before. Maybe. I think I bought like um, a pair of high tops or something because I'm like, you can't really go wrong with these. And the prices, I mean, you, I couldn't argue with them. No, that's where we got the majority of my shoes until I was like old enough to realize they sucked. And then my mom was like, all right, I guess we're going to JCPenney now. Mm -hmm. I'm still a bit of a DSW loyalist. I don't buy all of my shoes exclusively there, but I'm that's that's the first place I go to see like what Um, what can they do for me? Can I tell you what is I'm in like this to me is the patriarchy and I'll die on that hill. DSW has like real shoes for men. Like most of the women's section is just like knock off, like the designers knock off their own shoes and put them in the women's section. Really? Yeah, because they know we'll buy a lot of them. So it doesn't matter if like they break down or don't last that long. I mean, some of them are genuinely like the brand, but if you get like Kohan, Skechers, anything like that, like no, it's it's not. At, at all. I mean, yeah, that tracks. That tracks. I mean, in the all distribution, because they'll have like at least the ones. The one I go to in New York has like four floors, and like the there's one floor for like men and kids, and the other <laughs> the other three are all women's shoes. 
All women's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. We need them. I we y- need them for little outfits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you get what you pay for, though, right? I I bought I just bought a pair of running yeah. shoes from them, Asics, and I got a pretty decent deal, and uh, they've been treating me well. They've been treating me well. Yeah, I love an Asics. Yeah, um, but Shoe Carnival definitely below that. Definitely below that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So. You guys were a Heinen's family, which is is good to hear. Um, I don't not you know what I can be biased if I want to. I don't I'm not I'm not claiming journalistic impartiality for for certain areas of of conversation here. But um, wh- did you were you going along on the trips to the store? Was this something you enjoyed? Sometimes, uh, sometimes I went and then sometimes I enjoyed it. It just depended like what we were there to get. If it was a full shopping trip that could take two hours and like kill me. Mm-hmm. I, I hated that. Uh, but if we were just going in for, and I, it was a rarity that I was ever there for that because frankly, I think my mother was smart enough to know that like I would make a scene or get lost or like volunteer myself for kidnapping, whatever the case is going to be. So like, absolutely not. But if we were just going in for little things, I could usually like sneak the tiniest items into the cart and usually get some gogurt out of it. Uh, uh, like that. Gogurt, do you consider gogurt to be a tiny item? Well, everything's relative, I guess. I, no, gogurt, like insofar as snacks. That's a so box. Not, that's like, a, a box of, item. that's a. Yeah, uh, it's a big box, but it's a big cart. So that's, you know? that's true. It is a big cart. The sensation of cutting the, the corner of my lip on the jagged plastic end of a gogurt tube as i as i suck the the, the whatever last yeah. remaining morsel of yogurt i could out of it that's that is uh that is an era of childhood oh for sure did you ever um eat them frozen um no i uh. i know i thought about it Cause there was, there was a solid like five to six, five to eight year period where a lot of these, a lot of like food products for kids were seemed to have the angle of, uh, you can throw this in the freezer and that's a different cool way to enjoy. Like I remember pop tarts had a huge push of throw your pop tarts in the freezer. It's summertime. Yeah. There's no school come in at the end of a long day and bite into a frozen pop tart. And that I would do, but gogurt, I don't think I yeah, ever that had that actually sounds great. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. It's like it, I, it's kind of like uh, if you want ice cream but your mom refuses to buy it, um, mm-hmm. frozen yogurt. Yeah, yeah. If you know yeah. what, I think we only ever I only ever ate him like that was a that was part of like a a, a brown bag lunch. So by the time yeah. I ate it at school, even if I did throw it in the freezer, that's back to its normal. Didn't happen. I mean, like. I will say, I think gogurts are the giant eagle of treats, but mm-hmm. you know they have their time and place. They have their time and place. Yeah, yeah. Go- gogurts were up there with like, um, like a chocolatey, sugary cereal in the category of things. It's like it's not ice cream, but you can have this instead. Um, we were never allowed to have it for breakfast. That was that was verboten. No, never. But we could have it um we could have it right before we go to bed <laughs> at night and yeah. have the same influx of sugar 
which we all, I also ate like a bowl of like a dessert almost every night. Like I would eat ice cream like five nights a week often. We went through a lot of ice cream. We, we were like the healthy food family. And so I like my friends would smuggle their own snacks into the house for sleepovers. Oh my god. And gosh. then we'd like quietly have potato chips and cookies downstairs. That's a tough quiet food. That's a lot of crunching you're describing. I know. I know. You had to let them get a little stale word. first. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would just like <laughs> These are some like aged... in your mouth to their moist. Yeah. <laughs> you can kind of just swallow it. Kind of let it dissolve <laughs> into it. Yeah. You take take a bag of ruffles, you, you you crack open the thing, leave it in the back of your closet for a couple of days, get it nice and aged, go over to Aaron's house, put it yeah. on your tongue and let it just dissolve into a mush and then swallow it. That's <laughs> yeah. This is all like a communion wafer. It's like yes. it turns to dust. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, were you like a fruit leather at Halloween kind of family? Is that what you guys? My mom would hand out candy like a normal person and we weren't allowed to have it. That, yeah. that's trash. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to give out something that you wouldn't let your kids have under, under normal circumstances, I think. Yeah. My mom has a lot of behaviors that in hindsight, I'm like, that's cops like that's police behavior i don't know how or why but like that's cops you know what i mean yeah like, yeah <laughs> just just like or just like how depraved are you sick sick woman i know yeah can't yeah. see uh, <laughs> just and wait. yes and we love we love parents we love parents on this show they were they're just doing their best oh man yeah <laughs> we um i'm trying to think if we had any no no we i mean there were the, the rules with sweet stuff was kind of arbitrary, like like the no, like the no sugary cereals in the morning or like just, I don't know, certain things that we weren't allowed to have. But I think they just tried to enforce whatever, whatever line, hold whatever lines they could, because like we ate OK, but, you know, progressively got healthier as we were older. Um, but for the, for a good portion of childhood, I think we just had them, we just had them outnumbered, uh, especially after my parents split. Cause it's like, great. We corner them, corner them each. It's like, we're too, we're, we're calling the shots as far as what we're not going to eat a little bit. Um, but this was also a time when like corn was considered a vegetable. I think uh, at some oh, point yes. it yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. anymore, you know? So I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. I eat my vegetables. I eat my, my side of corn <laughs> corn on the cob with corned beef that was a theme night oh oh um that's a good that's a good theme night corn cob corn beef yeah corny shones i love how like it wasn't until i don't know 2003 that someone was like maybe we should look inside the food and see what's in there and mm-hmm. then determine what box it goes into exactly because Vegetables lost a lot of good ones. Yeah, um, I yeah, I thought potatoes were a vegetable for a long time too. And then they're like, no, this is yeah, I did too. This is starch and and corn corn not only is it not um not only is it not a vegetable, but we can also like power our cars with it. Like I remember when I think I think yeah, I it's a real chicken and egg situation, but I'm like the the idea that corn was not healthy anymore and the rise of like of like, this is going to save the environment. I remember those. Yeah, those like, so things. what do we do with it now? Exactly. Yeah. It just goes to show, like, 
if you put your mind to it, anything is possible. That's true. Uh, and then if you the, just have like a surplus. Yeah, it's all government subsidies. And then and then I think a, a, a secret factor was um, I believe it was uh, the second Austin Powers movie in which uh, there is a scene in which Fat Bastard um, is they're doing like that silhouette gag where he's in the bathroom and he takes a dump and he says, I don't, yeah, I, I don't remember eating any corn that I remember also having a huge impact on my cultural understanding of corn. Yeah. Because it's uh, I don't know. It's creepy and I don't like eating it. I mean, corn on the cob is so good. Corn on the cob's great. But it's just the beginning of a days long adventure. And yeah. I feel like I'm done with the corn before it's done with me, if that makes sense. Yes, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, elote corn is um, an excellent, excellent snack. I love that. With like the cotilla cheese and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's actually a, like a cart that comes through my neighborhood every day. These mm. two guys are just like selling elote. And um, I could go out and buy it. I usually don't. But that's like, me not having dollars on hand more than it that doesn't speak ill of their corn at all sure yeah there there's there is one uh food stand at city field in like the left like behind like the left field wall that sells uh elote corn it's like the only place in the stadium you can get it and it is i think my favorite Mm -hmm. individual uh stadium food treat and i cannot wait to yeah. get one again this summer god willing you should tell them that because i bet they don't get that a lot i should shouldn't i yeah i think I, you'd make their day uh yeah well the, the, let me tell you there's gonna be a lot of things i'm gonna be doing differently once once this whole quarantine thing is over that if there is mm-hmm. if, okay. if there, any sort of retail situation where you know i mean i'm trying to do it more just being friendly to people who are working at you know re, you know retail or or grocery stores or whatever but um, yeah, yeah, that doesn't cost me anything. Why am I withhold? Why am I withholding this praise? No, and I think that especially, I think if you can ever genuinely compliment men in specific, you should, because like I feel like boys don't really get compliments randomly. Huh. Um. Do you? You know, not not a ton. I. I feel like, and and I wonder if this this might go both ways. Like the 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 more common compliments that people or younger people or whomever get, just in like the the wild or just from a stranger, is probably for things that are not reinforcing the right things. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, like say like. I don't know what like what kind of compliments are you thinking of when you say boys don't get compliments all that often? Um I feel like uh like like nobody's ever like, hey, you look really nice today, or like you've got cool hair. I like oh, your eyes. Okay. I like your eyeballs. I I worked at um uh, a restaurant for a couple of years and I I think I can't take too much credit for this because I, I, it was almost exclusively in when I was at work that I would get this compliment, but I had an eerie number of people tell me, I, can I just say, I love your skin. Like your skin looks great. And it was always um, middle-aged women. 
and and I'm like I'm like I think this is the light I mean you know there has because it's like truly the only place I have received that specific compliment what a weird thing I wonder if like their their skin is kind of starting to slip away from them so they're just like I, some of these really some nice of these skin. ladies had nice skin they they were not you know they were doing a good maybe maybe they did a good job taking care of it so like they're like game recognized game except I was not doing much and I had generous Fair. lighting I mean I don't ha- I, I don't have bad skin I don't think but I'm like uh, certainly not uh no you have great skin I remember when you were younger you had like an elven glow if that's fair to say because you're you're (laughs) there's just not a wrinkle on your face and then you had like much brighter blonde hair that was always kind of like not a bowl cut but close Uh uh-huh yeah it was like a generic child's haircut yeah yeah (laughs) it was like uh and then it's just very wide smile and you always kind of like there was like an elven quality to it but like I don't know. So I think like maybe that could have been part uh, of it. Maybe the the blonde hair thing was um my brothers and I talk about this how like we we would get like our hair would turn blonder in the summer. I think just from being outside slash in chlorine all the time. Are you kidding? And for like I for, like we would get we would get our little tans and uh, our hair would turn blonde like blonder. Uh, Cause if you look at any, if I look at any old foot, it's like, we were just like bleached out, like jerky children who like constantly had stinging, yeah. stinging corners of the eyes, just like, <laughs> fortunately yeah. we were youthful. So, you know, we were, uh, our skin was moisturized, but like, if I led that lifestyle now, I would look like uh, an extra from the beach bum or something. It would be. Oh, uh, 5,000%. It would be rough. I wouldn't talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, it's funny you say I had an That's elven an elven glow as a child because I think the only fist fight that I instigated was in a McDonald's play place because it, uh, <clears throat> some kid was said I look like an elf because I had very big ears. Or I should say my ears were about <laughs> the same size they are now. Head was smaller. Yeah. Yeah. You, so, that's... As a little kid, I didn't, I didn't like that. But as, as I've gotten, once like Lord of the Rings kind of took a little more prominence, that became a compliment if anybody said I look like an Very elf, cool because, yeah, Orlando Bloom was like the guy. Yeah. And I've gone back and watched it and I'm like, oh, what? But I don't get it. But as kids, I remember like Orlando Bloom became the guy. And even my mom... Oh yeah, he was like the hunk, he was the hunk of the day because it was that and um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And Elizabethtown. Oh yeah, and he is like, I've never seen Elizabethtown. I heard the Oscar was stolen right from under it. Um, but Pirates of the Caribbean, he was hot in that. And I think if you don't see that, you're out of your mind, you're blind, beyond help. Mm-hmm. great he, it yeah it was just like the hair uh yeah he, he was like, like he hit it like the right moment where it, it felt like everybody there every every so often uh like i feel like it happened to chalamet like a couple years ago where just the culture is like this is what we're all agreeing is is attractive right now like and everybody was just kind of in everybody was kind yeah. of in lockstep with that yeah for sure 
Um, have you seen that um, that uh, tabloid photo of Orlando Bloom uh, on on the the paddleboard, and he is uh, fully he's fully nude? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't go searching it out because I was like, oh, I respect his privacy, but it landed on my desk, and I was like, oh, it's here. <laughs> you know when I, I mean? heard about it, <laughs> I, I I heard about it. And I'm like, yeah, let's see what's going on here. It's so funny because he's got like the biggest smile on his face and Katy Perry looks so annoyed. (laughs) She was so pissed, but like, and I get it. Like if my boyfriend did shit like that, I'd just be like, yeah, what is this? That would, yeah, yeah, that would be kind of irritating, but it, it, and it's a very funny position that he's in because he's like, uh, he's like, on his knees, like just kind of like upright, holding an oar or something. Oh, just, uh. I would encourage every yeah. listener to find the unblurred version of Orlando Bloom's full frontal nudity on a paddleboard with his wife. Right? right? Are they married, Katy Perry? I don't know. I heard they divorced, but then I also heard they're still together. So, what oh. do I know about anything? Yeah. Um, yeah. who knows? Well, um, back bringing from, uh, uh, I can't think of a good transition from Orlando Bloom's, uh, penis to, uh, back to grocery shopping. But, uh, what, what, uh, y- you live in, you're based in Los Angeles. And yes. so what is the, what is the grocery scene out there? Like, <laughs> um, what is your, what is your, what are your favorite places? What's your routine? Is it something you enjoy? Oh my God. So the cat, like the grocery scene in LA is kind of a cast system mm. because uh, like, you know how like in most, like Whole Foods is like the creme de la creme, yeah. but in LA it's this place called Gelson's where you can only afford oh, yeah. to fully shop if you're like, yeah, like independently wealthy. I've heard of Gelson's. Whole Foods is definitely a step down from that. Uh-huh. And then there's this thing called 365, which is like junior Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. It's like we've got those. Yeah, they're great. Um, and then you have uh, Kroger and you have Vons. We know these places. These are the giant eagles of West Los Angeles. I think Kroger's West is a little America. nicer than Vons, though. I mean, than a, than Giant Eagle. I think Kroger's a, a, sure. like, a little bit. Also, isn't Vons like the the um just like the, a subsidiary of Kroger. I don't, I, I don't, I, why you would know Probably, that. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I also, now I'm second guessing whether we have Kroger's. We must. There, I think, I think There's I remember hearing that Vaughn's is there. like the West Coast name of a chain that has like different names depending on where you are in the country. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I, and uh, I don't know, like, I feel like, Trader Joe's I love Trader Joe's and I will get all of my frozen foods there anything just like quick dinners um yeah like their vegetables are <laughs> kidding me you know what I mean like the vegetable produce section is always kind of iffy. um well it wasn't until actually two days ago that I went shopping for lettuce and I went to Trader Joe's and I just need like a leaf lettuce and I was like oh my god there's not a vegetable section in this grocery store. It's the first time I ever realized it. But like, they have like shredded lettuce for salad, or like little bits of salad for lettuce, but they don't have just like a lettuce head. 
or like that's true they do have a an abbreviated sort of yeah there are there are there are particular things that they are strangely lacking um but you you were just looking for a dome of iceberg that's that's what that's it i really wanted this to make a sandwich oh okay okay i was about to i you know not I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but I was gonna be like, "What do you need iceberg lettuce for? You can get a, a, a something else." Eat it like a fucking rotisserie chicken. Yeah, exactly. Put it on a spit. Just, just bite into it. Make a make um, a wedge salad, or if you throw in a, a dinner party in 1979. Yeah. Oh no, we've yes. got blue cheese and bacon. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do with it? I know. Put it on iceberg lettuce. Did you see that that article? I think it was in like New York Times food section a couple years ago. That's like uh, in defense of iceberg lettuce. Like stop, this, you know. And I was like, oh my God. shut up, shut up. Thank you. It has to have been I, the same guy who was like, you know, Aperol spritzes are actually bad, and we need to stop. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, oh my God, I I'm going bonkers with this like. TikTok, uh, like skinny jean and middle part Gen Z versus millennial war. I'm just like, I know, I know that all of you were out there protesting or volunteering or using your voice all summer. Because if you've got time to invest in this bullshit, you got time to march. Uh-huh. That's a B. For the millennials, I'm like, you're the adult in the room. Like, of course. Gen Z is saying like wild shit sans context. They're kids. Like that's what we did. That's what they're supposed to do. Just like yeah. ignore, leave them alone. I wasn't aware of a war. I knew, I knew that it's, it came to my attention recently that like, Hey, the kids these days are like, um, uh, boot cut jeans and a center part. And I'm like that, neither of those things look good on me. And I was, I was, you know, whatever, yeah. which it's fine if they want to, Wear you know, wear whatever you want to do your hair however you want. I don't appreciate being told that I have to do that because I can't do a center part. Are you kidding me? Not at this no, me neither. stage of my it life. Not everybody can. Alex. Not everybody yeah, can. It's what you thought of the question. Yeah. So, but that is pretty stupid that there's like millennials who are pushing back at, at it. It's like let them uh, knock it off. Just you know, let them have their bootcut jeans and their middle parts, whatever they want. I know. Like, honest to God, they'll I'm, also spend a couple winter seasons with like wet fucking heels and hemlines, and then I bet you they get back into skinny jeans or something. Exactly. Or not. I'm actually wearing a, a pair of pretty, like, wide, like, like dad pants right now. And I gotta say, uh, I can really like lose them. I could kick pretty high in them. I tried it out. Yeah, sure. I mean, look, there's They're benefits. Right. There's benefits to everything. I, I, you know, I, I opt for a slim cut more than a skinny cut these days. Um, Bless you. But you yeah. know, that's the the main the main thing was the I I always thought like the way a boot cut looked going into my shoe, like just like that, just from like the knee down yeah. was always the troublesome part of those kinds of pants for me. There was just I never liked how that looked on me. Um, yeah, it's I nonsense. often couldn't, you know, so once, you know, H&M opened up, it was, I was off to the races, but thank God. I mean, good for you. I say, yeah. I mean, I'm not oh, on TikTok, I, so I yeah. guess I'm not aware of these 
or well no I, I guess I do have an account that I made like one video and I, I yeah I have never made a video and I probably won't I use it for tv sure and it's great you see it's like funny it's one minute sometimes I don't watch the whole thing but like it's entertaining sure. I don't know plenty I of fun plenty of fun stuff there. in there yeah yeah um okay so the the LA grocery stores are are the our cast system so what so what yeah. is what is the next step after like your your Vons or Kroger's or or whatever yeah I mean I go to Trader Joe's for all my frozen foods I go to yes. 365 for all my vegetables mm-hmm. and then if and then uh, about like once a month I just like if I'm like on my shit and I shower before 10 in the, you know 11 in the morning and do yoga I'm like I'm gonna and I go to Gelson's and I'll get like a charcuterie board and a nice wine and then eat that for dinner now but that's like you gotta plan for that a question are you are you buying individual components for a charcuterie board or do they have some sort of like we've put this together and here's here's everything they for charcuterie put together wow yeah. that's convenient. and they sell well enough for them to like be able to make them daily because there is like fresh fruit What's um what's on it's what's on a typical charcuterie from from Gelson's I should say I mean you're gonna have some type of like cheddar or like a hard white cheese mm-hmm. you're gonna have brie if you're lucky you're gonna get some gouda you're gonna get like a jam a few nuts and like some grapes mm-hmm. um and if they're feeling really fun every once in a while there'd be like a piece of chocolate on it or something and i'm like they know exactly who wow. this is for wow so they understand the assignment which is nice that i don't know how i feel about chocolate on a charcuterie board i think it's a good follow-up but to have it yeah. on there is sort of like that's sort of like who's going to be the first person to break the seal on the chocolate and then it's like a race to make sure that everybody gets a piece of chocolate Yeah. Someone yeah, might just sure. want to keep jamming on the, the, you know, the prosciutto or. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. Uh, yeah. I know it's, it's a risky move, but I mean, I don't know. Someone in corporate loves chaos. Yeah. Lives for it. What, what is the, um, what is the, mo- what is the MVP and the L least valuable player on a charcuterie board in your estimation? Um, oh my God, that is such a great question. I don't need salami, especially like the thick cut salami. I don't need it. Yeah, thick cut. Um, I mean, it's a good. I, I'll take it as a space filler, but I'm like, this isn't. This isn't that special. Yeah, yeah no, that's that's the thing. You're like, oh, I'm supposed to put it on this recruiter. You don't need to. I say ditch it. I think the all star is probably like. You know what? I'm going to say the all-star on a charcuterie board is the go-with. You mean like freshly baked French bread, whatever that happens to be, because the star player, it's obviously going to be a cheese. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's not, you come to the charcuterie board for the cheese, but when you put the cheese on, that's really going to make the difference. A good, yeah, a good bread. Uh, Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, it's the same for like a meat. If you if you have a little bit of, um, or or like yeah, like if you have like a really good cracker that is that makes that that can really up 
It can up every, it lifts everyone's game up. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be the type of cracker that you would eat on your own, but doesn't overpower anything you're getting off the charcuterie board. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't have like a super intense flavor. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I'm compelled to say like, I would say prosciutto at the risk of sounding a little too fancy pants, uh, jamon, if, if you can get it, um, I don't know if you've ever had it like where they shave it like right off the 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 side of the thing and I oh my god because I have been to Espana um humblest of brides there we go wow yeah and I mean I'm talking the kind that just melts in your mouth like a like a ruffles chip at a sleepover that you threw like yeah that (laughs) yeah uh yeah and you know what I'm gonna say least valuable player for me is jam I'm not that's fair I like and it's always like a uh it's always like something that doesn't seem like it should be a jam like when I'm thinking jam I'm thinking basic fruits and maybe that's you know my unrefined palate but they're like it's like it's fig it is oak moss and uh you know <laughs> like teak wood <laughs> what is this yeah like, great <laughs> okay um yeah i think that's a great observation uh-huh one I one more charcuterie our... question oh, and then yeah. i promise we're going to get back okay. to regular stuff um <laughs> the serving plate you go in like a, a plank of wood or like one of those slate slate deals i have become a plank of wood person because i think it it just makes it feel rustic yeah. and um it makes me feel I don't know. It makes me feel like I live in provincial France, which I also think might be why gems and and preserves ended up on a charcuterie board because I feel like, I don't know. I think like everyone my age watched Anne of Green Gables or read it when we were kids. And there's just, there's something about having preserves is like, I should have this. I should have a range of preserves in my home, Mm -hmm. not jelly. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it just, yeah, I'm a wood wood board gal. Uh, yeah, I, a, as soon as I asked the question, I realized that I, I, I mean, I'm definitely, I was going to answer wood anyway, but I realized that if I encounter the, like the, you know, sheet, the sheet rock or whatever it is that they pulled from the quarry for the charcuterie display, I am yeah. immediately making a negative judgment about whoever's serving that. To me, yeah. it communicates a level of coldness. Um, it doesn't seem like something you should eat off of. And yet here we are yeah. with bacon wrapped dates, you know, bandied about on a, on a rock. <laughs> it has, you know, it has very like suburbs, millennial mom vibes to it where it's like, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like too quaint and perfect. Yeah. It's, um, it, it seems tacky. I don't know. There's something about it that yeah. seems a little tacky. It's a little tacky. It's not inviting. What? Yeah, rustic, rustic, inviting. And even if it's like a fancy piece of wood, I don't. And it's also just nicer to look at. Yeah, and also it washes easier, and that's the big thing. Now that's the truth, and that's that's yeah. that is the big. Yeah, you don't want to be scrubbing your um big like jam a fucking rock out of the crevasses of like. <laughs> Like, you wind yeah, up, like you wind up finding a like a, a fossil. <laughs> yeah, 
something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get me that way. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I. Okay. So you do your frozen food from Trader Joe's. I, I, I'm amazed that you go to so many different places mm-hmm. for different things. I hit Trader Joe's for everything. And I, but I'm also like a one shot, like a week kind of person. Do you go multiple times a week or, or are you a one and done? I should have, okay. I should have prefaced this by saying like, this is the quarantine uh, schedule because I'm, I'm actively looking for reasons to leave my home. Sure. Uh, I don't have any. And so now I've just taken up going to grocery stores like three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't like, I have a, a much more robust selection of foods for myself at home. That makes me feel really adult, which is nice. Uh, but the second this is over, I'm kind of like, I think I, I think, I think like once I'm busy every night again, it's going to be right back to like talk, Taco Bell on the way home from work to wherever I'm going next. Or I don't know. I don't know what I could do. Um, I'll probably make sandwiches and leave them in my car. Mm. And that's dinner. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but yeah, that yeah. will be. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't think my my routine changed all that much. I'm still like, even in quarantine, I was like, I go get everything, bring it, haul it all back. Um, but I also, but I do make frequent trips to like the deli, so that's sort of my version of that, I guess. To get, oh yeah, to get it's beer and deal. scratchy lottery lottery tickets and ice cream. Yeah, really, that's great. Every now and then, like there's there's kids? one there's one deli that's like kind of like the skeezy one that has some charm to it. Um, yeah. And if I'm if I'm there buying like like last weekend, I was like I went you know, I went in and bought a tall boy, and I'm like I should buy a uh, lottery scratcher. Right? <laughs> that only seems right. <laughs> also, I wasn't sure if, yeah. if I there was a no. Th- I, if they have a credit card limit, they've never enforced it with me. So. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I know I get I have a corner bodega and I just started getting the secret prices where like I'll throw it down on the corner on the counter and the guy will just be like oh five bucks Mm. amazing point of pride that is that is lovely do they do do they do like sandwiches and food there like I don't know if there's a difference between corner bodegas in Los Angeles versus New York or what what this itch is uh there probably isn't yeah there's no deli they do have like some fresh break breads which is nice uh but it's mostly like yeah kind of like a convenience store with produce gotcha i mean we have yeah. we have those too but m- most you can go in and get like a bacon egg and cheese whenever which is yeah that sounds cool oh it's uh it's one of the finest institutions that our city has to offer that's uh that's all i can I say agree. about that that's all i can say um so you are uh, out of town at the moment. Have you have you been to a grocery store in your current locale? Um, yeah, I went to the Trader Joe's in Capitol Hill. Uh, and that's the only one I've been to so far. And I really did just like load up. I'm hoping to do a bunch of hiking this week. So oh, just like, yeah, just like- They got good trail stuff. mixes and stuff. And yeah, stuff to make yeah. snacks. Yeah. yeah, I just I just went the other day and I got- um, uh, I was like, I should get like a healthy snack, a healthy-ish snack while I'm at work. And the other week, a buddy of mine had these, they were Blue Diamond barbecue flavored almonds. And I'm like, well, let me see if Trader Joe's has an equivalent. And they have like this mesquite barbecue 
almond bag that I bought. Yeah, and they do. Damn, these things are these things are good. My hands smelled yeah. like a campfire for like a full hour after I ate them, but I mean it was worth it. Oh, it sounds delicious though. I love their um like chili spiced pistachio roasted pistachio nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, the Trader Joe's excels in the like very specific Trader Joe's snacks, I think. Mm-hmm. Slash other yeah. products. They do it well. Yeah. I will say I, I bought myself a treat, which is like, like a just a super dark chocolate bar. And I was like, oh, I'll like eat this over the course of the week. And it wasn't until I got it home that I realized it was sugar free. And I was like, fuck. That's I ate it anyway, but like they have some good I've chocolate. gotten like Valrana chocolate from dark chocolate from them before. And that's yeah, they they're usually good at it. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. I just tried a um uh it's I think it's a newer cereal and it's like almond butter puffs and I've been reverting to uh you know th- its function in my youth of having like that be my ev- like an evening snack instead of ice cream because I will go off on ice cream sometimes to my detriment and these almond butter puffs they're pretty good and I had them last night we were I was watching a movie over zoom with some friends it was California Split uh, by Robert Altman. And there's a scene where Elliot Gould is like drinking a beer and eating Fruit Loops. And I'm like, I'm going to get it. I was drinking a beer at the time. I'm like, I'm going to pour myself a bowl of cereal. And I have to say, not a bad combo. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So keep that in mind for your hike. If you bring a bowl of cereal and a beer. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Where, uh, uh, where are you planning on hiking? So that's actually something that I'm kind of like deciding right now. I'm, I'm like Helens. renting a car, mm-hmm. a whole range. Uh, no, I'm thinking about maybe uh, like hiking through the ghost town. That's like an hour outside of town. Ooh. So I'm like, that could be spooky. Is it like a, like a hill people ghost town? Is it like up in the. I don't know. I. Uh, I don't know. I did, to, to be honest with you, I did like uh, just like a best hikes in Seattle search and wrote down all 15 of them and did no further research. Mm-hmm. But ghost town sounds really cool. So I was going to try that. And then if it ends up not being a ghost town, then, you know, at least. At least that would that really time. suck if this was just like a normal, like a normal place called ghost town that they yeah. used as some sort of a trap to lure people in. Hoping yeah, for an actual would... ghost town. <laughs> And if that's the case, like, I'm going to raise Kane about it. Like, I'll make sure all of Yelp knows. But yeah. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. But I think I'm going to chance it. And then there's also a hike called Poo Poo Point. <gasps> and I was like, right? And I was like, okay. Uh, there's. Is, <laughs> is it like a mountain that looks like a, like a dookie or something? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I mean, I just got to go see what it's about. <laughs> That's another one that if if the if that's false advertising in the name, that would be really upsetting. Like if I'm gonna go hike poo poo point, I know I have a very clear vision. (laughs) Yeah, I just like I I wanna be I want a big brown mountain and I'm like on the way back down, people are like, How was it? I go, it stinks, and then I (laughs) run my car. 
Oh my. Well, on that note, I mean, we've, uh, we've covered, we've covered a lot of ground, the ins and outs of charcuterie, the ins and outs of Los Angeles area grocery stores and hiking a lot of great tangents. Aaron, thank you so much for being on this. Anything you want to plug at this time? Oh, oh not a thing in the world. Great. Um, yeah. It was Perfect. so nice to see you though. Yeah. It was delightful. Um, all right. Thank you everybody. And, uh, we'll see you next time.